I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hello, everyone. I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched the Aladdin sequels uh, to the original animated movie. Um, the Return of Jafar in particular is interesting in that it is not only the first Disney direct-to-video animated film, it was the first direct-to-video animated film ever in America. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, it started that trend both for Disney and for anyone else. Yes. Wow. <laughs> like, let's put subpar things here. Not to say that this is subpar. <laughs> no, but certainly people put subpar things on direct-to-DVD, <laughs> direct-to-video after that. Um, the critical reception for uh, Return of Jafar was actually kind of mixed to negative, but it sold really, really well, uh, both in terms of the units sold and the money made, um, about 15 million VHS tapes and $300 million. Wow. So uh, that's wow. why Disney kept doing it and why others people followed, because yeah. like, oh, you can make lots of money based on this. Yes, and you don't have to advertise for a theatrical release and all of that. Yeah, and King of Thieves came out two years later and it was already a hold hat by that point, so uh. <laughs> it doesn't have any special notes about that. Uh. But anyways, um, let's uh, we're going to, from now on, be doing brief plot synopsises of the movie, synopses of the movies that we watch, um, since that is probably a good idea that we should have always been doing. So um, I, if you are okay with it, we'll have Valerie... Do Return of Jafar's and Mom will do King of Thieves. Why don't you do one? So I will have Valerie do <laughs> If we had three uh, movies. Return of Jafar. Return of Jafar is basically how Iago gets redeemed. Is that good enough? <laughs> yeah. I'll, okay, okay. I'll try a more. Yeah, you can maybe give a few more vague details. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Jafar comes back. That's yes. a big one. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Otherwise, he I returns, guess it's... you could say. Yes. Okay. Returning. All right. So Jafar comes back and attempts to uh, take back what he thinks is rightfully his. Also, Genie returns and Yaku gets redeemed. Yeah. Is that good enough? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You'll you'll notice that this the plot synopsis didn't really mention Aladdin or Jasmine or the other people because yeah, they're not the main point of this movie. Um, how about King of Thieves, Mom? How would you? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can be that concise. Oh, it's fine. You don't have to be. <laughs> Go for it. But Yours will make more sense. <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, without spoilers, of course. Without will, will it be a spoiler to say the long-awaited wedding, you know, is, no, is, is a goal? No, it's the beginning of yeah. the movie. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. That, the, the, the whole you know, premise is their long-awaited wedding. They have an unexpected visitor. But in throughout the story, you also have Iago again. And mm-hmm. you have the genie and, of course, Jasmine and, and the sultan. But you also have, um, you meet who Aladdin's father is. It's the king of thieves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not spoilers. You learned okay. that fairly early okay. on. <laughs> so, yes, Aladdin's father is the, the king main of thrust of the movie is arguably yes. that rather than even the wedding. Yeah. And getting his, yeah, his getting to know and yeah. reconcile his past and, and yes. getting to know his father. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So, without. Uh, again, obviously, spoilers. What did y'all think of those two movies? Um, I enjoyed them. I, I don't remember uh, the songs as as well, but I did remember more of Return of Jafar than I thought I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, less so about uh, Aladdin and the 45th... The King of Thieves. The King of Thieves. That's, I just call it the King of Thieves. Yeah, it's Aladdin and the King of Thieves, but you uh-huh, just... Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, they were enjoyable um, for reasons you'll say. Animation on the second one was not terrible, but just not as good. But the second one, you mean Return of Jafar, the second Aladdin movie. Yes, yes. Not the second movie we watched. Yes, yes. Return of Jafar, the animation isn't as good. Uh, you'll explain things, I'm sure. Yes. Um, the songs were enjoyable. Uh, uh, Genie's a lot, uh, but enjoyable. And yeah, I, I guess I'd recommend watching them. Yes. How about you, Mo? I would say I also enjoyed them, the Aladdin and the King of Thieves more, and the animation. And But I really enjoyed the storyline in both of them. A lot of good moments, a lot of good characters. What, for me, the animation in Return of Jafar was was bouncy and jarring for me. I don't know. It bothered me. I don't know why. The yeah, animation, not really. Yeah. And anyway, the animation was problematic for me, which detracted from some of my enjoyment. But overall, it was a really good story. Great characterization with Jafar. Great redemption of Iago. And then, of course, the, the King of Thieves. So I would definitely recommend uh, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Uh, I'm iffy on Jafar. I'll see how I feel at the end of this podcast. Uh, I would definitely recommend both of them. I love them more than they maybe deserve because I really love <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> I just, as a kid, it was like my favorite Disney movie and I gobbled up these sequels and rewatched them a whole bunch too. So um, I didn't have as really a lot of access to the animated series back in the day. But um, put it on Disney Plus, please. It's one of the few <laughs> things that aren't supposed to be on Disney Plus according to the list that they released and I need it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, um, I gotta say something too. I would I recommend. Uh, hey, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> I would recommend these movies. Yes, even without my boundless nostalgia enthusiasm for them. All I was gonna say is just realizing how much I enjoyed Iago and his story, and how much I love Iago's that part. good. Yeah, then I think I would have to recommend Return of Jafar too. All right, jumping on that bad wagon. Well, um, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get specific. We're uh, mixing up the order of this one um, and hopefully a way that makes a little more sense than what we've been doing. So we're actually going to start with story and characters this time. And since we're covering two movies, let's start with the first one, Return of Jafar. What did, uh, what's, let's start with story. What did y'all think of the story for Return of Jafar? I liked it. I think it was a very good story. I mean, a very strong storyline. It was compelling for me. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um... Yeah, I thought it was interesting that this movie was pretty much about Iago. He had the kind of, like, I want song in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> like, he was in a lot of the songs. Interesting choice. But overall, they were they were enjoyable. He was in two of the songs. But yeah. That's, that's, it is, that's it a is lot a lot. Songs. It's a lot of songs for Iago to sing. Yeah. <laughs> two out of five songs. Two out of five. Okay, okay. Uh, if four, if you don't include Arabian Nights reprising itself. Fair. Um, yeah. I guess nothing, uh, I didn't cry or anything. <laughs> oh, sure. That's fair. Um, yeah, I guess I, there would have been more Jasmine. I yeah. wish, I wish she would have been a bigger part in, in either both of the, of the films, movies. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Kind of touching on that with wanting more of Jasmine. I, I feel like they, I don't like her characterization in this storyline. No, she's definitely not as, in, in either of the movies, she's not exactly the, person that we know in the first movie i'm guessing in the animated series she gets some episodes to shine and be more like herself but 
Yeah, she's very relegated to the background in both movies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just very almost stereotypical in any way. Yeah, there's just not a lot of her personality there. She's just yeah. kind of Aladdin's love interest. Yeah. Um, uh, she, oh. she warmed up to, to Iago too quick, I would say, um, in, in Return of Jafar, which I think has to do a lot with that movie's quick runtime. It's like an hour and nine minutes, I think, including oh. including credits and stuff. So, like, it's a short movie. No, that's very short. Yeah, so there's Usually not a lot of... like, 90 minutes. So it's... it doesn't always feel as natural, like, the characters warming up to Iago and, and some of Iago's, like, coming around and stuff. Very quickly. It's, it's done decently, but, like, it's, it's hampered by the fact that the movie is so quick. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think the same went with Aladdin. It was not as problematic as Jasmine's warming up, but I feel like the relationship between Aladdin and Iago was, was too forced also. And yeah, and it and it was too much. It was rushed, and it wasn't well developed. Um, and then one thing, uh, I thought it was fun, at least in this movie, to touch on um, the how genies can warp your wishes. Like he didn't do that <laughs> at all in the first one, and I don't think I mentioned it, but that was one of the things that I liked in the live action one. Is like you got to be careful with that wording. Yeah, yes, because that's like what they're known for, and so. Jafar, of course, would, would was be the, the one, one to do that. He was that. <laughs> so, yes, yes. He's he like, oh, you want this tre- sunken treasure? Go for it. And they're in the sea. <laughs> yes. No, I really liked that too. Yeah. So, so that was that was fun. A um, couple of other notes that I had for the plot that weren't wasn't just character stuff is Aladdin like got that gold in the beginning and then just kind of like tossed it into the city and it feels like there's a better way to distribute that that maybe your girlfriend could help you with. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. I liked Iago's sympathy play being completely ignored by Aladdin um, towards the beginning. Like, yeah, he covers yeah. himself in dirt and Aladdin's just not having it at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, he's like, hold me. And Aladdin, like, tries to grab him. He's like, I meant gentle-like. <laughs> yes. Um, the swarm of spiders was terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I liked the the line that ended up recurring, I think, three times total of um, genies can't kill anyone, but you'd be surprised what you can live through yeah that's a it's a really menacing line really yeah. <laughs> like it's like no i can't kill you but you can i could basically make you wish that i was yes yes yeah. yes and i loved his eyes appearing on the curtains that was <laughs> yeah. also very menacing yeah yeah um how about the characters in return of jafar um i definitely loved uh Jafar, it, it was great having Jafar, Jafar back, having him Jafar's back. Jafar's laughter, the, after, ah, how yes, I missed yes. it. After the live animation, it uh, was so great to have Jafar back. And yes, then so I good loved, to have Jonathan Freeman back in that role. Yes, and then I'm assuming it was uh, Gilbert Godfrey again. Oh, of that course. Was the and yeah, again, the, 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 the live exactly. action movie was the first time he is not the one voicing the character in any Aladdin media. Oh, okay, so. okay. But yeah, so it was, it, again, I just, he just brings that character to life. That was my... He, um, Iago, I think Iago. it's safe to say that Iago is the soul of Return of Jafar. Like, yes. The movie's about him. And my two favorite characters and characterizations in Return of Jafar are Jafar and Iago. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have anything to add to... Well, I, I mean, we haven't even talked about uh, Jason Alexander's character. No, Abysmal. Yes. <laughs> Which, of course, you guys get the pun of his name, huh? No. It's Abysmal. Uh, his name's oh, Abysmal. Oh, okay. But it's sure. Abysmal. Sure, yeah. sure. But yeah, which is added, which is accurate because he's 
like terrible at everything. Yeah, like how did he even I become the leader? I know. I'm like, how <laughs> was he a leader for any amount of time when the first time we see him, he's immediately pissing off his underlings and making them mutinous? Yes, yeah. like. Yeah, how did that he last? Make sense. I liked him being sad about Jafar destroying the Sultan's hat, though. That was a nice hat. I could have worn that hat. <laughs> yes. That was the that was the only time that I really felt like I could connect with Abi Small, you know? I was like, yeah, it was a nice hat. And then hats showing up everywhere. I think he shows up with his hat later without really yeah. any explanation. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, Abi Small was as you said, Jason Alexander, which is not his last Disney role. Of course um, not. Yeah. He's yeah. such a good voice actor well, and actor. Let's I'm gonna say I like him in this role better than the role he gets later. Sure. Cause he is one of the weakest points of the other Disney movie he is in. It's Hunchback of Notre Dame. He's oh, one of the gargoyles. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. But also he's the dad on Cinderella, so That's true. So like he's great there. On on which Cinderella? Brandy Cinderella. Thank you. You need to you need to say, make sure the people know Brandy Cinderella. The yes. true Cinderella. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's we'll so probably good. eventually cover that one in a bonus episode because it's great. <laughs> um I'm not I I'm mostly mixed in my feelings of the I'm not sure what what actor played the genie in Return of Jafar. It's Dan Castanella. Doing he, from what's he from? Um Homer Simpson. Hmm. Um, and also, wait, I had another thing. More importantly to my childhood than Homer Simpson, Earthworm Jim in the animated series. Oh, okay. That I can relate to. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Earthworm. No, it, they obviously had him trying to mimic Robin Williams' voice. Right, and which characterization, he can't. Which he can't. I mean, it, there were times that he did sound He does a like fine him. job, yeah. but yeah, he's living up to, he's trying to live of, up to a thing that he can't. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, that was obvious right, you know, from, you know, out the bat, I mean, off, you know, the very beginning that they were trying to recreate Robin Williams. Yeah, I, I, I guess my like my feelings with him was that ultimately he kind of came off as more obnoxious and less lovable than than Williams um, did in the original movie. Um, he's, he's kind of like that friend that you only want in small doses because you <laughs> love them, but they're a bit much. They're always on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like he's not bad, but he's no Robin Williams. Certainly. Yeah. He's Homer Simpson, though. He is. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good voice actor. He's just trying to step into a role that was iconic. Yeah. So. yeah. so, again, I mean, the downfall to me of this movie was the relationship and that connection between Aladdin and the genie wasn't there. The connection between Aladdin and Jasmine was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, the character of Jasmine was not there. No, Jasmine, yeah. Yeah, um, for some of them, it, they, she even just seemed to be animated less, or like, it was very weird. She in neither movie ever seemed that on model. Yeah. <laughs> like, she never quite looked like she does in the original. Yeah. And I guess that is probably a, a bit true of all of them, but it was more noticeable with her, I guess. Yeah, it was It was odd. It was noticeable noticeably just off Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i liked um going back to iago for for a little bit i liked um him saying who comes up with all the good ideas me and like yeah it's true watching the first movie when they're like worried about getting their heads removed like iago's the one that comes up with the plan like yeah he does come up with good ideas yeah i have here that uh Jafar's plan was very convoluted. And it, yes. Yeah, it's obvious Iago is the brain. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> His actual plan was. And without, without yeah. spoilers, I love when 
Iago realized he didn't have to keep carting the genie around in the in the lamp. That oh, that was, was early on. Yeah, yeah, early on. I just yeah. mean is that was you know was, because again, that's not it's spoilers. Like, that's the beginning of the no, movie. Right. I just mean is, but he's like you know is like I don't. What am I hanging out with you? You're not. You're getting us killed. You know. I I have the good ideas. I don't need you. Yeah. So that's interesting. So he had to have pulled him out from the cave of wonders just by himself. Right. That's a lot, Iago. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's and I guess I just also wanted to comment on the fact that it's weird seeing this movie where everyone pays a lot of attention to Iago when they paid him absolutely yes. no attention in the original movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I like I mentioned in that one's episode, like no one besides Jafar directly talks to Iago ever in the first movie. Yeah. But in this one, everyone's talking to him a bunch. Yes. So it's just, and yeah, even it's just commenting, even commenting about what a traitor Iago was. Yeah, like they have a lot of opinions exactly. on Iago. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, of course, love Jaf- Jafar. Um, when he's when he's uh, talking to Abismal at first, and and Abismal's talking about like, my three wishes, and Jafar's kind of like, yes, three wishes. That is a minor formality. Like he kind of just brushes aside like what everyone considers the genie's main purpose. Um, and I enjoyed his bullying of Abismal throughout the movie. No, it was scary. like kind of what made Abismal work as a character is that he was constantly being bullied by the better villain. Yes, yes. Uh, he. I liked in his song, Genie's, or uh, Jafar's song. Yes. Second rate, I guess, is what it's called. You're only second rate. Uh, He's very dramatic, and, like, you think Genie's, like, references in in all his song stuff is a lot, but, like, Jafar is, like, right there with him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so he is a very good Genie. Either Genie's are dramatic, or he was just picked perfectly to, like, I think it was the role he always was meant to have. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like, he he can uh, magic song with the best of them. Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, I thought that Raja got a lot more screen time in this movie, mostly because she uh, kept trying to... She? He? I don't... She? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Kept trying to murder Iago. Um, It's funny. It's great. Razul in in Return of Jafar was, like, super excited to murder a parrot. And I don't I don't know why they let Razul be a guard because he's way too into killing in general, and like him putting on the executioner's mask terrified me as a kid. Oh, that's later. Oh. That's much later in the movie. We'll discuss the circumstances. But as a kid, he was very intimidating me when he put on that mask. <laughs> um, I liked uh, Sultan not being able to skip a rock while Aladdin does it easily. It's just yeah. a nice little character contrast mm-hmm. <laughs> um let's start talking about king of thieves some with its plot i enjoyed Val- valerie's bending over yeah. <laughs> looking at her notes yes. i i enjoyed much more the the interaction and the relationship between jasmine and and aladdin it wasn't still wasn't great it wasn't no. original to the you know to the original and again um jasmine still was not her full self but it was an improvement yeah uh, i also but i really loved um the King of Thieves. I love the dad. Yes. Uh, what's his name again? Kasim. Uh, Kasim. I like Kasim. Are you going to talk about? I love. Are you going to talk about Kasim in terms of uh, voice actor? And oh, okay. So I keep thinking Kasim to me sounded like Sean Connery, and DJ, she's like, nope, not Sean Connery. I'm like, it's got to be Sean. Con- no, it's not Sean Connery. So I'm like, okay, is is it possible? Is it Patrick Stewart? Mm-mm. Nope. And so. She is going to eventually tell me, and I know I'll tell I'm you going, now. I know I'm going to kick myself because I'm going to be like, ah, okay. Here. It's John Reese Davies. 
um, a prolific actor who's done a, a lot of voice acting, too. You might know him as Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Ah, see, well, I, I, I get He also did voice acting in Lord oh, of the Rings because he also did Treebeard. Oh, and another another role that I thought would be okay. fun to mention is that he's Man Ray from Spongebob. Sure. Okay, so I did say, um, sure. who did I, Classic who did episode. I, who did I get was my last ditch guest from Lord of the Rings? Ian McKellen. Yeah, Ian McKellen. Yeah, I was abused when, I know, you said, I know. when you said, is it Gandalf from Lord of the Rings? Because you don't remember the actors' names. The only reason you were able to I recite know, all I'm of terrible. them is me. I know. <laughs> anyway, I know. sorry Patrick to call you Stewart, out. I did. I did guess. I, I kept saying John Luke Picard, but then I said yes. Patrick Stewart yeah. before you. Said but it, that. but yes, no. It's it's John Reese Davies. He's. I mean, he's an actor who's been in a lot of stuff. He was in Indiana but Jones, see, the original one. I would not have known his name. Like right, I do but that's who it Stewart is. Or, and or and you're like, it sounds like he's trying to sound like Sean Connery. I'm like, no, that's just his voice, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how he sounds. So yeah. Oh well. But yes. Yeah, so I very much enjoyed his voice. Ta- since we're already talking some about voice actors in King of Thieves, um, no, do you know who voiced Saluk, the villain? No, no, but he sounded very familiar. It's Jerry Orbach, um, and that is not his first Disney role. He voiced a character in a Disney movie before that. Just say I it. don't recognize the name. You should know it was on him actually recently. I don't recall. Lumiere. Oh, he's Lumiere in okay. in Beauty and okay. the Beast. That's right. Okay. The late great. Jerry very Orbach. different roles. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. Talk about yeah, almost nine day difference. Okay. But yeah, they were like you know. He's he's good. Let's just use him again. He was great. Yeah, very great very singer, great actor. Yeah, I, I think from what I understand, he he is an accomplished stage actor in, in addition to being a just actor on film and stuff. Um, and it's and it, and he's no longer with us, right? Yeah, that's mm. unfortunate. He did a great job in this. Yes. Well, when, back to the storyline and what did I think of the story? Sure. I feel like there was a lot of nuances, like his character and then that the issues and the problems that had to be solved that came up because of his character and those interactions with the King of, of Thieves. And yeah, and I, I really loved having Robin Williams back. I feel like the problem, the issue that I had is I feel like they were trying to make up for him not having been in the other one and it was just too much with all of the uh, different references and allusions and whatnot that they, they made with that. Because to me, it detracted from how great Robin Williams is. It was just a little bit too much. Before we really get into that, because I'm sure we both have, I'm sure we all have opinions. I just wanted to say with the plot, because I think we're mostly going to be talking about the characters. um, I just find it interesting that the core of what this movie is, is about Aladdin and his dad's relationship. And he even mentions at one point that his mother is dead, which is in stark contrast to the original pitch of the original film where Aladdin's mom was alive and the plot involved him wanting to make her proud. Like, it's just sort of this total inversion of what the original, mm. um, Howard, Howard Ashman's original conception of mm. this character and world is. Yeah. Not necessarily for the better, not right. necessarily for the worse, but it is, you know, now Aladdin's just another one in the long list of Disney characters who have dead moms. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, and she yeah she wasn't a character at all, even though the movie was about him and his dad. She yeah, she, get mentioned, men- she gets mentioned like once or twice. With nothing. He's like, I went back to Agrabah and I couldn't find my wife. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about Janie. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't just the uh, references and things like that. It was just like a lot of his scenes were longer than they needed to be. And I think the other part is he used a lot of magic. 
but it also felt like the magic wasn't used well mm-hmm. in terms of the story because obviously it's very uh, he's a very powerful character to have and he could fix everything if he wanted to but they it's, had to yeah. use it but not in a way that changed like that they couldn't tell their story and arguably and you felt of, that some in Return of Jafar but it you really felt it in King of Thieves yeah mm-hmm. yeah because he was yeah. here a lot and and like. With the uh, initial scene of the wedding, like, going awry, he could have done anything else to make <laughs> to that stop. better. Yeah, and, and stop did it, it immediately. Exactly. Yeah, like, the things he did were, like, very ineffectual and minor. Yeah, and it's, like, uh, comedy or whatever, but you're, like, you could you could stop all of this. You, you could, could just m- snap your fingers and the elephants are gone. Yeah, like you it's... could even make them mice. You could do anything else yeah. but hold up. A piece of ceiling that falls anyway and you were only holding up the one under you. Yeah, like it's basically like the the problem that you have in this movie is that you have a character that you need to have there because everyone loves him who can take away every bit of like tension and, and problems in the movie. So how do you deal with that? The answer is you make that character ineffectual, or at least that's the answer they went with. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a bummer. Um, I, I wanted to point out that footage and recordings of the genie using Dan Castellaneta um, existed before they actually realized that Robin Williams was going to come back. So they had to throw all that in the garbage and, and redo all of his scenes. And that could be part of the reason that half the time they feel tacked on and like not gelling with the rest of the stuff because yeah like he he wasn't part of the writing from its conception Mm. you know and this and with the original movie they were writing the role for robin williams and so any scenes with the genie were written with robin williams playing him in mind even before they knew that they got him whereas in this one i mean again because we also have to think about this is technically the end this is the end of the aladdin movies but it's also the end of the aladdin series dan castellanetta had been playing the genie for not just return of jafar but an entire tv series yeah so like the writers had i'm sure adjusted to the sort of comedy he can do right over that time so they weren't they were writing with him in mind and then realized Robin Williams would come back and had to change it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they wrote rewrote the whole movie. Right. They just were like, Oh, let's try to put some more of Robin Williams humor in here. And I'm sure he did some amount of his, of um improv, but it seemed like they didn't they weren't as good at deciding how much of that improv needed to be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That that could explain some of it. And yeah, it just made the movie weaker. I did like the Osiris and Thor cameos. Just Osiris like squawking at the screen. And then like the, so so you're a Thor. Well, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were some cute ones. And that's the thing. I just so, I wish that they had been more discerning and, and they felt very exactly. hit or miss yeah because there were some really good ones but because they, i thought they the earth wasn't so supposed many... to move until the honeymoon didn't get that joke as a kid yeah <laughs> that could have been left out well that's a, that's more of a robin williams um stand-up comedian joke than a genie joke yep yep again i just why it would have made it such you know some more it would have made it more enjoyable and such a stronger movie and storyline if they had just done some editing. And again, because, you know, when you have someone so great like Robin Williams, if you, it can be overdone because what Uh makes it great is just the unexpectedness and just 
the randomness of it, but if you have it just so jam packed, you can't even pick up the nuances and right. enjoy them. Yeah, and and one last main thing about Robin Williams' genie is that the amount of Disney references that he made were um, way higher than in the other two movies, especially the original. um, And it was too many, too many Disney references. Lots of impersonations too. Yeah, it was just well, he does he does impersonations, but again, like half of them were Disney characters. But. Because it's like, hey, did you know Disney made this movie? Hey, did you know? D-? He even mentioned Synergy at one point. And he's ta- when, he's, when he was like making a, uh, Jasmine look like two other Disney princesses. And then he like shows him in a lab or whatever, like putting cardboard cutouts over a cardboard cutout of Jasmine. Like showing like, yeah, we're just trying to build brand synergy for Disney here unnecessarily. By the way, um, lengthwise, how long was the original Disney movie uh the, the original Aladdin and how long was this movie? Not sure how long the original is. I don't uh, that'd be I don't have that pulled up. But this one was like an hour and 20 minutes. So it was around 10 minutes longer than Return of Jafar. But was it sh- shorter than the original? I movie? don't know. Okay. My point <laughs> being is it feels like this was a shorter movie, but I feel like there was was more um impersonations than there was in the original movie. Yeah. Which well, is- Oh, yes, I can yeah. tell you objectively, yes. Because the thing about the original movie is that Genie isn't in the first half of it. Like, Genie doesn't come in until maybe a third, if if maybe even longer, into the movie. So that whole first part of the movie is purely focused on the other characters and the setting and stuff, drawing you in. And then you have this weird character that's making a whole bunch of references that don't make sense for this world, and it's... And you have that contrast built into the film. Yeah. And this one, he's there in the beginning. Like, he maybe has the first line or, like, the second line in the movie because they want you to know Robin Williams is back. Like, he is jam-packed throughout this movie, even when he doesn't need to be. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely a couple of scenes that don't use him, but he's just throughout the movie. Yeah. And he ultimately doesn't have anything to do because he's only in there because everyone loves the genie. Like, he has no plot. He had no plot in the la- in Return of Jafar either, but he also wasn't in quite as much of it. But now Robin Williams is back and they're like, genie everywhere. But he is just there to be friends with the main characters and for the audience to see the genie. He has no plot significance. Yeah. He yeah. in fact he in fact is a detriment to the plot because he could fix everything so easily. Well, yeah, in fact they ironically they even have some lines of the other character I think from um sorry the the father the the king of thieves Kasim Kasim saying something like whoa you have a powerful genie. I mean and yet he's not powerful in this. Yeah. You know and I well, I want to say there was maybe another character maybe in Return of Jafar uh the Jason Alexander character um I'm, Abismal. Abismal. Uh, yeah, that made something a similar statement. But again, at least at least in Return of Jafar, you have some justification of Jafar is also a genie. Yeah, genie and he's genie. like at the top of his genie game. He's been he's he's in it, so he's just like more evil and more powerful than genie at that time. Like you can kind of wave some of it away because at least there's this other character who is on that same level, if not above. But in this one, you don't have, like, the main villains are just some regular thief dudes that Genie could easily do whatever to. Yeah, and you know he's not going to kill them, but he of could course. turn them into mice. He could right. keep them away. He could, his, yeah. His options are limitless, because yes. as far as we've been able to see, he has the same a power that he did when he wasn't freed. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Before oh, yeah. before we move off of Genie, and I think you just thought of it too, I wanted to mention um, a common one thing that people wonder watching these two sequels is Genie's back, but he has those the um, things on the his bracers, wrist, yeah. the bracelets, uh, bracers, bracers on his wrist that he lost at the end of the first movie. And there's two reasons for that. The f- main one is out of universe, and that is he doesn't look as good without of them without them his character design isn't as clear it gets muddied when he moves his hand in front of himself that is a really identifying thing and then the animators also have fun with it when his hands come off and that's the top of them and like all that sort of thing sure it was better for the character designers for him to have them the in-universe reason that i read on the internet was apparently supplied at some point during the series is it's he he thinks he looks better fashion wise with them and also fans have have uh theorized he's had them on for like a long, 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 long time. He probably feels naked without them. That's like he fair. probably feels weird not having them. So he was like, I didn't have them for a bit and now I need to to have them because yeah. my wrist just, it just feels weird. I can't not have it anymore. Yeah. Well, like, I'm glad they didn't try to come up with some other reason that that, so yeah, that makes sense to me. It's more yeah. of a fashion statement. Okay. Yeah. What else with, um, well, so we I pretty much questions. covered storyline. Okay. So well, do we, we want to hop into okay. characters? Uh, I, I, we're, we're, we're in characters for King of Thieves. Um, I wanted to say that Abu and Iago are much more friendly now. I assume that they became better and better friends throughout the series. Sure. Um, I liked... Um, yeah, generally... say, say a cracker and I'll let you have it on principle yeah. <laughs> from Iago. I thought that generally Iago was more consistently funny in both of them, but especially King of Thieves than the genie was. Yeah, he... Uh, it's... He's like the opposite of a conscience. He's like, he he's so conniving, even though he's on the good guy side. <laughs> he's like the dad is like you know it's my son or whatever. He's like but we but we could get that treasure though. <laughs> yeah. So that was funny. It's like don't you think this would be good for you to be able to like bond with your dad if if you did this thing? That's my only motivation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like that Jasmine got to punch a guy when her wedding was ruined. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That was one of the few Jasmine. cool things that she got to do. I love how she had the strength to, to push off a statue somewhere we yeah. can talk about later. But yeah. Um, I also just wanted to say again, why do they keep Razul around? He's only ever a nuisance, if not an outright antagonist. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, true. Get a better guy to lead the guards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoy seeing him and Jim Cummings does a great job all the time. But just like, logistically, this guy hates one of the main characters. Just replace him. He's not even very competent. He forgot the open sesame words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's... Yeah. Get a better guy. They all see... All the guards seem like they're dumb. There's those two other guys who are almost always around him um, and, and are always together. Maybe they're gay. I don't know. But... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like... Just get a better... God, find someone else, please. Uh, I will say they had a lot of new outfits in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. If Let's they... actually, that's sort of related to animation if we want to also start talking about animation. Sure. But uh, I don't know what your other questions or whatever you were mentioning was. Um. So yeah, a lot of new outfits. I don't know if that was in the, the series at all. but Yeah, but I'm not was, sure. I would to... guess not. My guess is no, he probably almost always wears his normal outfit and so does she in the series because limited animation. Sure. Um, um, who who brought in the staff? 
So in the movie, <gasps> yeah. the king was going to find <laughs> look for the staff, and it was in the gifts for their wedding. Who had it before? Genie, so- Genie like makes a joke about it at one point, saying, "Girl, uh, where was your registry?" Yeah, yes. but that's the most it's addressed. Yeah, it's like. Baby's like, oh, (laughs) this old thing. This will be, this looks really nice. I don't know what it does. I'm never, like, I guess asking questions while I'm around it. So I never realized that this was an Oracle staff. (laughs) So, like, here, uh, princess, now. I really do want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can have it. So that was. No, that's a big, like. Plot wise. I wondered it too early on. Put it here. That's fine. Who? Who brought this? Uh, oh yeah, uh, story-wise, they the staff, the oracle, kind of just gives him the fact that his dad is alive. Yeah, yeah she's like, she doesn't him. say, but it's basically like, here's a freebie. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I know you're like, gonna ask me a question after this one about where he is, so I'll just give you this. Yeah, so you can. Or, or maybe it's like, a, I need you to ask this question, and I know what I have to tell you because I am the oracle and know everything. Sure, maybe <laughs> that you're gonna like ask about your dad once I tell you that he is alive. So like, I'm just yeah. gonna. For oh. the future, for, like, destiny, I have to tell you this. I just realized I had a note about the outfit thing. Um, in, in Return of Jafar, I just wanted to point out that Aladdin's with Jasmine, and so he could, totally could have a new outfit, but he's apparently re- really into the bare chest aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he had a hat under his hat. When was that? When he was, he went into town and he had the, like, big, the big fancy outfit. Yes, he yes, had yes. a big hat, and then, like, someone rips the hat, I think, obvious Mall's henchman like rips the hat off and yes. he has his little hat underneath yes, yes. so yes hats hats abound mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i do have a question what is it like to be in a genie song in uh king of thieves like they get thrown into bumper cars and stuff they don't even know what cars are but they're like let's have uh, father and son time I know. in these <laughs> like, bumper cars. Aladdin, you can be like, well, he's used to this stuff by yeah, now. Yes. But Kasim isn't. But, they're but like, he's like, whatever. They yeah. just go for it. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I, I guess in... Very in, disorienting, I would imagine. But they all seem to just go with it. They're they like, do. We're in this thing. Let's let's act as if we know what's going on they're like, <laughs> I might die any moment. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, like, <laughs> I totally know how to drive a car. Like, there's this circle thing in front of me. I know. It's like, did they play some games, too? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a lot. Yes. So, uh, basketball. They, they would have known to, what to do with the basketball. And yeah. The that things. wasn't invented till... Yeah. Whenever it was invented, which was definitely after this is theoretically placed. That's my yeah. guess. The only thing do we, I don't That's know, That's probably horribly wrong. I have no idea. How's but. it hold up? At least they didn't pull out cell phones or something. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to how's it hold up. But let's let's focus a little more on the animation. Um, we can kind of, we don't, with the story and characters, it makes more sense to go back, to like have one and then the other. But with this, we can go back and forth a little bit. Okay. The animation, I'll tell you what bothered me the most with the animation. I didn't notice it really in Aladdin and the 40 Thieves, but I absolutely noticed it in Return of Jafar, was the color variation in their skin tone. They would go from a dark, deep brown to an orangey brown to a purple, almost dead zombie look Kind yeah, of, they're like, and it kept changing. Like, and it's nighttime. Yeah, yeah, it was so strange. At some at some point, they even looked the same, almost the same tone as the genie, except they were more purplish. <laughs> it was, and it, and it would just go so quickly. It would be within the same scene. They would have a multiple of different skin tones. It I was think I've watched this movie and I'm just 
so used to animation, even when it's low budget, that I just, I, I'm sure you're right. I can't yeah. even picture it in my mind. I'm just like, that's just what they look like. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I definitely noticed it at night when they were very dark bluish. And it's like, I guess it's night and this is what they look like at night. <laughs> but they would have gone from dark brown. And especially there were so many times where Jasmine was the darkest. And then there would just be such a contrast. And then yeah. other times she almost again had that orange tone. And then her father, sometimes the Sultan almost looked Caucasian. It yeah. was very strange. I'm betting... That most, if not all, of the animators did not have brown skin and didn't know how that works in the light. <laughs> it was also, yeah, I was noticing people looking white in in the the wedding scene because there was a oh, lot yeah, of yeah. people there. I saw a redhead too. That was so strange. comparison <laughs> to like the uh, the guards looking very more lighter than I thought that they did before. It was it was weird, and there are other inconsistencies in the. Um, Return of Jafar? Yeah. Yes. Return of Jafar with the jeweled flower. She put it in her vase because I guess that's where jeweled flowers go. Uh-huh. And there was a regular flower and a jeweled flower. Just the two flowers. Yes. And so, like, Abu is taking one. Uh, and then it's like, okay, there's just that one in there. But then, like, sometimes there was no flowers in the vase. He, sometimes he, there was both yeah. flowers when the regular yeah. flower shouldn't have been in there. Yeah. Just, like, depend yeah. depending, sometimes there were flowers or not. So. Yes. That was one obvious one, or mm-hmm, a little, mm-hmm. like, I could notice it, but there, I'm sure there were other inconsistencies around. Yeah. Um, I, I did like the animation when Ayako was escaping the sand and the lamp. He was, he was very dynamic, and I thought that the animation during Jafar's song was actually very dynamic and fun. No, they that had, was definitely they fun. They seemed to put a lot of effort into that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, um, those winged black horses were dope when I was a kid and they are still dope now. Yeah. Yes. Those are ra- super yeah, cool. Yes. Yeah. They're super like cool. falling off and you're like, Oh no. And then just flipping flip the wings, wings just, yeah. out. It's, it's like, so, I want rad. one of those horses. So when, cool. When Iago was beat up for real on his back, I thought that animation looked really good. Oh yeah. 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 He, yeah. in the end with stuff. Yes. Um, I think, I definitely weird. think the animation in general for King of Thieves was much more on model. Um, I also liked that there's the 40 thieves, but like they don't have unique character models for actual 40 people. Um, And some of the 40 thieves, it looked like, um, and I think could you could even just say in universe, sure they are, was some of Abbas Mal's crew who betrayed him in the in uh, Return of Jafar. I also really liked in King of Thieves the uh, lighting when uh, Saluk and Aladdin were fighting. I wrote that down too. Yeah, like they 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 had kind of it got real red except for them and and the lighting that was on them. Some it was really dynamic and neat looking. Oh, they also the sound uh, in that fight where like it went silent at some point. Yeah, and, yeah, like, or and just with music rather than having sound effects of like I think a bowl or a torch or something fell on the ground and yeah yeah that was that was interesting yeah I, that that scene was very it was well done like that was good yeah uh, other other animation things especially I have some sound things overall again the color and I think the consistency in in skin tone especially especially for the main characters, was more consistent, obviously, in Aladdin and the Forty Thieves. Again, there were some issues in the wedding scenes um, with people, but yeah, so that was definitely... I think it's safe to say that the animation for Return of Jafar is and feels like a TV movie, Mm -hmm. uh, animation-wise, and the animation for The King of Thieves 
feels like a good animated TV movie. <laughs> like, it still feels like an animated TV movie, but, like, with a little more money behind it. Yeah, I guess bit. after a couple years, like, the first kind of TV or, like, direct-to-video, maybe they're like, this is okay. And then after a bit, they're like, we can, we've learned some tricks to make it look better with maybe not, maybe without having to put as much effort. Yeah. Maybe something like that. And they might have just put more money into it anyway since they knew that they could rake it in because of Robin Williams. That's so. true. Yeah. And I know that this might be more relatable to you, DJ. I know that you you all did not notice that the kind of choppiness, but you know, like the Steamboat Willie, the old real films, how mm-hmm. it was kind of that jumpy. Yeah. That's what the first, The King of Thieves felt like to no, me. I mean, no, sorry, Jafar. sorry, Return of Jafar. I, I know I said You're that. You're fine. Yeah, The Return of Jafar, it had that kind of jumpy feeling to me at times that literally it bothered my eyes where I didn't have any of that in The King of Thieves. Yeah, that didn't, it didn't affect me, but I'm sorry that that affected you. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, Talk about music, and we can talk about songs, too. Um, For the music, some of the songs sounded really similar over both movies. So, mm-hmm. um, I can tell you, Return of Jafar, I think pretty much all of the background music is just remixed for, or rearranged from the original. They did have original... They did do some original scoring for The King of Thieves. Yeah. They probably also used some stuff, but like they definitely had... You you can and you could even tell because some of it was like instrumental versions of some of the songs in the movie. Yes. They they definitely had more original instrumentation in King of Thieves. But I even mean like the pe- the songs that people were singing. Like it oh, felt yeah? like at least in the original animated one, you had you had the difference between uh, the more upbeat ones, and then you had a whole new world, which is more of a ballad. And in the other two movies, I guess they were all kind of that same tempo, that same feeling. So they forget about love was it was a bit more down tempo. Fair, uh, but overall, like they sounded pretty similar. There, it it felt felt to me like there was kind of two types of song: the upbeat one and the kind of more down tempo tempo, more traditional musical one. So, if like for instance, in Return of Jafar, I'm looking out for me, and you're only second rate, yeah, or like super kind of that up-tempo sort of thing. Yeah. Forget About Love is is a little more down-tempo. And The King of Thieves, there's a party here in Agrabah, Welcome to the 40 Thieves, Are You In or Out, all kind of have that much up, that more upper-tempo. Yeah. Father and Son, to an extent, Out of Thin Air is the most traditional musical kind of sounding one. Yeah, so I think it was the, uh, those up-tempo ones, especially, to me... Sounded they were really like, similar. this is the how Aladdin sounds. We yeah. I can mention songwriters, a uh, lot of them. Um, I'll just list all of them for both movies. Michael Silverster and Patricia Shil- Silvershire, uh, David Friedman, Randy Peterson, and Kevin Quinn. So a lot of songwriters. Um, I recall back in the day that the advertising for King of Thieves like advertised that the, mus- the songs were better somehow. Um, I don't know that I agree with that, <laughs> but they they advertised that along with, of course, that Robin Williams was re- was returning. Are you saying those musicians were on both movies, or no? Um, those were split. Between. Yeah, I think the Silver Silver Shears were, were um, Return of Jafar, and the rest were. Uh, it was a little hard, honestly, to find to ensure every song, um, but I think Silver Shears were just Return of Jafar, and the other three were. Um, King of Thieves, I think. Okay. Um, as far as the songs, though, um, for Return of Jafar, 
Um, I put, is Gilbert Gottfried a good singer? At least when playing Iago. I don't know about his, if he, I mean, that's his voice though. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, the answer is no. Is Iago's song still fun though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun song. I very much enjoyed his, his <laughs> Yeah. Song. Like it's a catchy little ditty, even if he it, isn't yeah. a great singer. Some of the times, especially towards the end where he tries to go a little higher with his range, like are, it's like, eh, you're not that great, but like. It's a fun song. Mm, yeah. Um, Castell and Etta, um, doesn't do a terrible job in general, um, but with his song especially, which I thought was meh overall, like the, the manic animation and the cutting between stuff as he sings it is like obviously trying to mimic William's version and it just, it's not there. Like the cutting was too quick and it just, it felt nonsensical rather than interesting. Yeah, and I wasn't a fan of the... Um impersonate the voices in that like the impersonating of the peoples of different types because he was referencing like going to different lands well we can get to that and how's it hold up because yes i marked that down too okay <laughs> um no you're talking about in return of jafar yes yes uh i love the forget about um love song um the segment not as sure about but i actually really love the song i listen to it a lot uh just iago like being all contrarian, but also clearly like doing reverse psychology. And I think Jasmine realizes it, but is also like, okay, yeah, I do love him. I don't really like the actual context that it's basically like, remember how much you love him and just forgive him instead of actually talking about these issues. Sure, sure. But the song's really fun. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, yeah. yeah. I like, well. I like that one a lot. Uh, I, the, the animation of that where Jeannie was like, put his, uh, Aladdin's face in the mirror. That was funny. Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like kind of Jasmine and then fades away. <laughs> Sparkles. Um, and, and again, I love Iago's just it, the animation was so enjoyable on yeah him. and as as that song goes on like he starts the song and it's, it's the only one singing it first then Jasmine starts singing some with him um, then there's a brief interlude thing as Jasmine goes out into the garden and then Jasmine and Aladdin are singing so like it transitions from someone who's not a great singer into <laughs> these people who are doing it well but then he'll have one or two interjections there at the end of of uh, uh gross basically um it is just it's fun it's well done mm-hmm. um and then I love Jafar's song it's he's good. he's so like mocking and and rude and i actually hated it as a kid i didn't like the song and i didn't like the segment i think because i didn't like seeing genie get dunked on so terribly (laughs) but that song's a jam like those that those um like really jazzy drums and stuff in the back and everything and just his his cutting barbs and everything the animation was really good i told you he's really good at it yeah maybe he was meant to be a genie just so he could emphasize all of his uh dunking on somebody with right? magical scenes it makes me it. a little sad that in the original movie the only song that jonathan freeman got was a mocking version of prince ali because like yeah give this guy more songs he's great <laughs> <laughs> um then king of thieves i actually don't have a lot of notes on even though i do enjoy pretty much all the songs we have um there's a party here in agrabah out of thin air welcome to the 40 thieves father and son are you in or out and arabian nights reprise which is also in return of jafar they just got to keep doing that song it's a great song i love it um yeah let's i guess party here in agrabah how we feel about that one i liked it yeah it's a fun song it has a whole bunch of genie references but it's it's fun 
um, Out of Thin Air, the most musical, the most uh, traditional musical sort of song as far as I felt. I don't remember that much about it. I know. I'm, I'm going I, th- I think it's, it's a perfectly fine song, but yeah, you guys don't really remember it. So I think that says <laughs> a lot about it. Yeah. Um, I, I guess uh, the thing I wanted to mention with it is just, and it's true of the whole movie is like the whole point of it is like, he's your dad. So he's inherently important. And I have feelings about that yeah. Yeah. as a yeah. person who, uh, ha- has a some dad issues <laughs> um yeah and yeah and even just is, being family doesn't make someone important and also that when jasmine and even the sultan are just like yeah you have to immediately go and help your dad and yeah. whatever i mean you know again that's where they didn't they again even shortchanged the storyline and they didn't it the payout wasn't there. They had not made that connection. And again, yeah. other than the reason that he's your father, you need to go to this person yeah. and help them and risk your life. And yeah. Yeah. I think that's why it was, at least for me in the beginning, rough to, for him to even be thinking about that or like it, it hadn't shown up anywhere before about his family or where he came from. Yeah. He like just got, he like pulled out the knife and that would, then he just started talking about his dad and you're like, okay, I've never heard about this from you, but oh, all right. But I guess it makes sense. Like it's a big day, your wedding, but I guess it's like, it happens on your wedding day rather than any time before it, rather than, you know, talking to your fiance about it. Right. Like, you know, this is big and I want it, but like, I wish he could have been here. Sure. Uh, I don't even, Oh, not even just him. Like, I wish my parents, because, like, you knew your mom. Yeah. She died when you were young, but, like, she was there. But, yeah. no, like, it's your dad only you disappeared. For Moms aren't yeah. important in Disney movies, Yeah, yeah, like, no. you assumed he was Unless dead. they're stepmoms and they're evil. And then the Oracle is the only one that told you that he was alive. So, yeah. like, yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like they're having to bend to the conceit of the plot that they've constructed, yeah. even if it doesn't necessarily make as much emotional sense as it yeah. could. And that makes it less impactful, I think, as a viewer. Yeah, agreed. Uh, welcome to the 40 Thieves. That was fun. Yeah, it's a jam. It's a jam. It's a fun one. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Okay, you know what is my one of my ultimate favorite movies of all time? Muppet Treasure Island. Uh, and sure, so okay, when okay. they're indoctrinating um, Jim into the uh, the pirates, you know, yeah. your, you know, um, welcome to the family. And, and, Lads, and this that. is my only number. number. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it was reminiscent of that to me. It was it was cute, but it was just really fun. And and when we were talking about the characters, there were three triplets, apparently, that, yeah. <laughs> that, that were part of the 40 Thieves. Yeah. yeah. They kept popping up. Yeah. They were yeah. fun. But yeah, that was a really fun song. Yeah, that's that's a fun one. Uh, father and son. Yeah, that was one that made me think about like, what's it like to even exist in one of these genie songs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the actual song, fairly forgettable. Yeah, are you in or out? That was fun. Um, we can't really talk about the content. Content, but we will in the spoiler section. But this is <laughs> it's it's interesting just because usually in a musical, the songs are done with before you get to real spoiler territory but in this one in are you in or out is a very late game musical number but i i very much enjoy it yeah and i'll talk more about it when we get to spoilers me too, me too. and very catchy and yes yeah yeah very definitely catchy. oh uh, i guess one thing that i wanted to point out um with last thing with character voices is that um the um singing voice for jasmine actually changed um it is not 
the same singing voice that she had in the original movie. Um, it is Liz Calloway, um, who also ends up doing the singing voice for uh, Anastasia in in the in that movie, which wow. is not a Disney movie, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just um, enjoy Anastasia. But yeah, like her her singing voice is different. Um, actually, there um, for all of these movies, there are only two casting changes with the main characters. One we all know. Yeah. Do you guys know who the other one is? No. No. They're um, Raja. No, that is still Frank Welker. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and if that were true, then Abu would be changed also. <laughs> Anyways, um, it is actually, um, where is he? There he is. The Sultan. Uh, um, I was about to guess that just because, you know. Yeah, he has, he's voiced by Val Betton in both of these and I think for the whole animated series. Um, I think okay. Douglas Seal, I think, was the name of the guy who voiced him in the original. Um, yeah, he has a different voice in here. It's similar enough, and he's not that important a character that it's not that noticeable compared to the genie. But mm. yeah, the a uh, sound that isn't song thing. Oh yeah, uh, there were yeah. a lot of like TV noises in Return of Jafar for like mm. people like things bouncing on your head, and, like, yeah, little... like the sound effects, especially. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that I didn't enjoy. Yeah, it felt. Yeah, like TV rather than a movie. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, story question. I felt like Abu sure. didn't have a lot to do in a lot of these. And I don't know. I was just curious if you thought that was better or whatever. Um, Abu and, didn't, and like, Abu did didn't like... like Iago in Return of Jafar. And so his main thing was where he <laughs> tried true. to let him out of the cage to be eaten by Rasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was Abu's main thing in that movie. And... In King of Thieves, I don't know that he has any real plot role at all. Yeah. He's just there. Kind of like Genie, honestly. And, and carpet. Like, and like Carpet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Carpet, had, carpet has no role except to save people when they're falling and to transport. Yes. But um, him and Abu have a, a friendship. Like, there was some, yeah, yeah. some fun stuff with them. But, yeah, overall, they didn't do much. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, let's go to the part of our podcast that it's named after. Has it hold up? Anything that you guys noticed? I know that there's a thing you noticed. That. Well, you started talking about it, but let's get into it. Yeah, during Jeannie's song in Return yeah, of Jafar, there there's two. a bit of racism um, with... I actually also noticed the ooh, she dances is like a very dark-skinned Hawaiian girl that he's ogling over for some reason, like a little figure. Yeah, yeah. And then, of That's course, like yes, he, he dresses up as a mariachi and an Inuit at different points. Yes. And, yeah. And I don't remember which one this was, but it turned Abu into a female servant. Um, oh, that was in like, Return why? of Jafar, it's I think. Like, why? The weird thing to, for, to Yoko, me for that sorry, was that he Yoko, puts him in the sorry, outfit Abu. and it just looks like Abu in an outfit, but then there's a one close up shot where Abu has. The eyeliner uh, and lipstick, oh. and then it pulls away and he doesn't have it again. Yeah, no, wait, he didn't have was... it in the in the far away shots, but then it goes up to make a dumb visual gag of him trying to pull makeup off. No, yeah. pull, pull eye um false right, but he didn't off. have it until that close up shot. I know he didn't so have again, it before and he didn't did have it after. Why did they do that? Why did they do that for because, a dumb joke? Yeah, and again, the thing that bothered me about that is okay, you're having someone, you know, are, are you trying to say that that you're turning? I mean, you're 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 making Abu into something that Abu is upset and disgusted about. That's what it seemed like, and that right. was very offensive. Yeah, it was it was gross and unnecessary, and it also just the animation inconsistency and inconsistencies made it even weirder to have it at all. Yeah. Like, and I did. You could have just cut that bit, and it would have been like the yeah. close up shot. 
and it would have been fine. It didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, King of Thieves had a Woody Allen reference, so Oof, that was yeah. yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't hold up. <laughs> uh, yeah, not hold up. <laughs> I don't think that held up then, because King of Thieves came out in '96, and I'm pretty sure that we already knew Woody Allen sucked by '96. <laughs> like, yeah, but it took a. It's- yeah. No, Disney courted him for some role. I forget exactly during the '90s. Like they weren't. That's right. It wasn't enough at the in the '90s for people to not be trying to have him. No, who but was then, it? Do you remember? I don't remember who it was, but they, he didn't do it because he was doing ants. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forget what role it was for, though. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, they tried to court him for some role in a Disney movie. But anyways, yeah, that's a uh, yikes because it's Woody Allen. I'm not going to get into that. Woody Allen's gross and disgusting. But yeah, there were just there were too many impersonations that I don't think held up even I don't hold up now and held up. And again, they just overdo you know overdid it. It's just, just too much. Too much. Yeah. It was just way too much. There's like yeah. Agreed. Well, um, let's go to our spoiler alert. Skip to one hour, twelve minutes, and fifty six seconds. Now let's talk about spoilers. Let's start with Return of Jafar. Um, I guess let me, I'll mention these things that I have written down and then we can have whatever dialogue we want. Um, I liked Jafar just needing to make sure Aladdin knew it was him. (laughs) When when he goes to Aladdin about to be executed and and Jafar is is looking like Jasmine, but he briefly transforms his face that he has under a hood into Jafar just to like stick it to Aladdin (laughs) is very extra. Um, and, and I wonder too is why okay why was Jasmine her in disguise Jasmine to go just so Jafar just so that he could have the hood yeah exactly just so he could cover up from the yeah. guards that he uh, was Jafar yeah that was funny. um I liked um, when Iago rescues them and stuff. Aladdin's, um, when Iago's like, I, I want to leave. Aladdin's like, I get it. You've done enough. And it's not like sarcastic or whatever. He's just like, I understand you enough as a person to be like, this is, you made a lot of effort here and I appreciate yeah. it. And if that's all you can do, that's fine. That was actually really nice. I yeah. that too. Yeah. Um, I loved how extra Jafar got in the end with his, uh, more of his manic laughter and just destroying the place. Um, just like really having fun with it you know just really he's he's like this is one of the reasons he's iconic he's just like you know yeah my original plan that was super convoluted didn't work out so now i'm just gonna like destroy everything and laugh a whole bunch and like create a pool of (laughs) lava because i guess if i can't directly kill him if i make lava that he happens to fall into i don't think that counts right right (laughs) Um, carpet being broken into pieces though was tragic i know oh that hurt to watch yes um and then also jafar's death was uh drawn out an extra just like him it lasted quite a bit of him just screaming as stuff happened and then it shows his skeleton as he's being electrocuted or something and it's just a lot and it was that's a good way to kill a character who's always been very extra yeah. And I loved Iago laying on the back and all beat up. And then I'm like, I was initially thinking, why didn't you just knock the lamp into the lava? Why didn't someone think about just throwing the lamp yeah. into the lava? And then here Iago is so all dramatic He's and like, all beat uh, up looking. And, and then, just and, you know, kicks and, then it. and then, yeah, he just gets that little leg out and kicks yeah. it. That was so great. That was great. And like, and like Jafar notices he's about to do it right before he does too. He's like, oh no, he's going to kick it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh no, I made all this lava. <laughs> and I did. 
didn't I didn't think about transporting my ma- my uh, lamp away from all the lava. This was an oversight. Yes. He's like, oh man, Iago, if I had had you with me, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Obviously, he did not see Lord of the Rings and Mount Doom, where the only place they can destroy the ring. Right. Yes. Can 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 genies not grab their own lamps? I'm. That's what I'm curious about too. Because like genie didn't do it, and Jafar. Yeah, doesn't do it even when it. it would be very good for him to do it. Because yeah. like, he, he saw Iago was going to push it. And I mean, you know, it, it could be movie logic, but also like he could have magicked and like stopped and like picked it up and made it not fall into the lava. But That's, he didn't. So can he not? Yeah, he could have maybe at least made the Or even plucked bigger. it out as it was starting to melt so that it didn't completely go. Wow, I'm not sure if genies can grab their own lamps. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be, yeah. Um, oh, uh, Jasmine at the end of the movie saying that she most certainly will not stay around and wait and wants to see the world with Aladdin was like the only time in that movie where she felt like Jasmine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and, and, uh, and the next movie where she got to punch a guy and drop yep. a statue on people. Yep. Um, those were like the only times that Jasmine <laughs> felt like Jasmine in any of these movies. And I hope that when I eventually get to see the animated series that we get some nice episodes focused on Jasmine where she gets to be jasmine yeah yes yes um anything else spoiler wise for return of jafar well i just i just love some of the lines as far as attributing um jafar attributing to iago about how you're gonna playing into the song like that i'm in it for me and he's like you know of course you're gonna fit in you know wherever what's best for you but then and that how you know you're so predictable but again that's why i love the final spoiler where iago just arches that little leg and kicks the lamp in yeah well i liked how iago flew into the scene yelling shut up at jafar yes 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 yes. (laughs) but then he gets zapped uh but yeah then he's he's zapped but he's still the Lamp ends up landing near him, so he's able to kick it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his thing starts crumbling, but Aladdin manages to grab him. Um, Okay, King of Thieves. Um, I actually, I liked the whole um, scene where Aladdin, after Aladdin gets his dad out of prison, and they kind of have their confrontation there on horseback, um, especially, like, where he finds out that his dad did steal the staff or whatever, and and, um, Kasim's like, I had nothing left to lose, and Aladdin's like, yes, you did. Yeah. And then leaves, it's like, ooh, ooh, got him. (laughs) Ooh, uh, really emotional, but also Aladdin? Got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, Are You In or Out is the best song of the movie, in my opinion. I really enjoy <laughs> it. Um, it's basically um, the the bad guy, um, Salute, Salute or whatever his name is. I forget. I don't, I don't have it in front of me. Salute, I think that's it. Anyways, he uh, comes back and he sings a song to convince the couple of 40 thieves that didn't get captured. Yeah, that um, was weird. Like, why? Yeah, those, those guys, there's those a couple... Eight or the so. most visually recognizable <laughs> yeah. guys didn't get captured, <laughs> um, and he sings a song to them to like convince them to join oh. him and kill Kasim if they see him, um, and and to get the treasure and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a good jam and. Um, well, and Jerry Orbach's great at singing. So. Yeah, and again, I guess what I loved about it is because just you know equating back to my Muppet Treasure Island, it, it's like they're talking about the you know pirates and and this is what it is to yeah, be a pirate yeah. again they're thieves and i love the are you in or out because it's like they go back to you know let's do our cutthroat ways and yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all in it and this is what we're thieves are supposed to be so yeah yeah it was fun, fun um 
we've, we've mentioned a couple of pretty sick burns that are throughout this movie. The sickest burn, though, was when Jeannie called Razul out for being a tertiary character. Yes. <laughs> like, that was... Wow. Yeah. You really just like fourth wall broke and destroyed a man. He like zapped him out. He's like, you don't belong pretty, here. I think that was like the last time Razul appeared in the franchise. So. <laughs> he, just, he just died. <laughs> um, and then like I've kind of already mentioned the whole you should help your father because he's your father thing is dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vanishing Isle's really neat. Um, it's a big turtle and it's got a cool city on the back of it. It's neat. Um, the music when they enter the Hand of Midas chamber really brought back memories for me for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, uh, yeah, I remember uh, this viscerally. Uh, I liked the cool animation on the giant bird statue um, when, that they climb up on, and then it kind of, like, spins yes, around. It really, really emphasized cool its there. scale, and it was just good animation. Yeah, that was a really nice shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not sure some of the rules of the Midas touch. I know we talked about <laughs> I, it, that. It feels not like one sure. of the rules definitely has to be that it does not affect water. Which is surprising. Yeah, but it, it apparently doesn't. So, because it falls into it at the like at the end. Yeah, so. that literally should have killed the whole world. But it didn't. That's yeah. like some Ice Nine type stuff. <laughs> Vonnegut, you just like get yeah. in water and it should solidify it. But and I then guess murder it, everybody. I guess it has to not because the turtle submerges itself. Like the place where it and we see the That's chamber fair. it's in fill up with water. Yeah. So inherently, it has to not for. It to be carried around on this turtle. Surprising. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if Terry Pratchett got his idea from this from the turtle. Not likely. <laughs> well, not from this no. movie. Discworld, yeah, no. Possibly Discworld from giant turtle. Because I assume that this turtle appeared in one of the original or Arabian Night tales. I know, yeah. But I don't actually know. But mm, anyways, don't, don't know. But yet, too, yeah, it's, it's not go, fact. I it's don't going, know. yeah, going back to the the Midas touch. You know, obviously, then if you are touching something that it turned to gold, then it doesn't turn you to gold because no one that seemed to be standing on the ship or anything else got turned to gold. Yeah. But if your hand holds it, then your clothes will transform into gold too. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, obviously the uh, Saluk ends up touching it. He, he like a dummy. Kasim like throws it and is, is like, fine, take it. Like, Don't hurt it. Aladdin or whatever. But he also like knows that Saluk's an idiot and he's going to grab it. Which he yeah. does. And he's then like, he transforms. He doesn't have any cape to catch it in. So right, right. He right. catch it with his hands. Um, yeah. So that's, of course, how the, the main villain is, is dispatched. Um, yes. Yeah. I don't know. The rules of the Midas hand are always going to be weird, but. Um, I liked that Iago decided to leave with Kasim at the I end. Know, I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, like that's a neat little, he's like, I, I've enjoyed being with these guys for a whole television series in these two movies, but like, you're clearly going to go have more fun than these two probably are. And yeah. Yes. And, and you're going to get money like and me. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like you more. Yeah, yeah. they'll probably be actually a formidable duo. Yeah. Because yeah. Iago has some smarts and Kasim definitely does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, right? They're going to, Aladdin's going to regret letting them more And life. it even looked cool, Iago flying after, you know, the horse and the cape and all yeah, that. Yeah, it, yeah. Which is great. I also liked the, uh, the shopkeep from the beginning of the first movie appearing again there at the end. Singing, yes. singing around. Arabian Nights. Yeah, that that turn into the uh, high pitched Arabian Nights. I was like, oh, that's that's good. Yeah, 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 very good. And then they just go over like, hey, dude, like we know you. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. You're Robin Williams. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, one thing, whenever on the uh, turtle while it was submerging and like everybody was stranded on top of one of the towers, 
carpet was also there with them. And it's like, why are we stranded on a tower when there's a flying carpet also stranded on the tower? Why can't we just fly away on the carpet? And then carpet, carpet like goes and picks up Aladdin and Kasim and then comes back for the others. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me is one of the parts of how how's it hold up. Why did we have to have um, Jasmine rescued? Why couldn't Jasmine that been have nice, hopped actually. on carpet and gone and, and, gone them. and rescued them? That would be nice. That would have been nice, actually. Why did they have yeah. to wait and her almost go underwater and then them have to rescue her at the last minute? Come yeah, it's on, dumb. people. Stop using tropes. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, any other spoiler things we want to go before we go to our final consensus? Oh, now i got to think of a score again. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so... Um, oh, end of scores. S- oh, no. End of spoilers. <laughs> Valerie's freaking out about needing to think of a score. Um, so we'll go with mom first. Uh, what is your overall consensus and what score would you give Return of Jafar and then King of Thieves? I think overall consensus is I would recommend both movies. Um, I would, I think the animation is problematic in Return of Jafar, but I think the the redemption of Iago and just Iago's um, and Jafar's become, you know, being the best of themselves yeah um even if the animation isn't great just makes it worth the watch i think i would rate the movie because primarily of the animation and again pretty much not i mean it not using utilizing the connections with jasmine and and her character and and um, aladdin's character anyway i think i would give it like a 1.5 which is a little bit low but the the animation really bothered me um King of Thieves, then. King of Thieves. I think I might even go up to a three for King of Thieves because I, I just... Problems with overutilization of Robin Williams, but the animation was better. The songs were fun. And again, Iago was great. And a lot of, you know, the, um, the storyline, the father, all of them, great voice acting. So, yeah, I think I would give it a three. How about you, babe? Okay, so for Return to Far, I must have watched that more than I realized because I actually remembered uh, a few of the songs. Um, They're catchy songs. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I must have watched that a lot. Um, the animation, yeah, was a a bit uh, lacking, um, but the music was good. Um, Jafar is great as a story. It was it was a good story. Uh, so I think I'm gonna give that one. Uh, 3.25. Okay. Wow. Okay. And then for, uh, uh, King of Thieves, um, that was, that was, I, I recommend them both. I would, I think I'll give that one a three just because the genie's too muchness, um, made that a little less enjoyable for me overall. Hmm. So that's what I'll go with. Interesting. 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 I know. <laughs> um, I, I this may here. this may or may not surprise you, but I my scores are actually the same as you, Valerie. Ooh. I I um Return of Jafar, the animation thing that b- bothered mom didn't really bother me. Um I just I love that movie a lot and I really love Jafar and I love Iago and it's rushed, but it's still just it's a fun movie and the genie in that movie is not amazing but he's also sort of forgettable whereas in the king of thieves he's just too much 
And I just don't care about that story as much as I care about Jafar coming back because I love Jafar. Mm. Uh, like, I enjoy them both. And uh, yeah, I agree. I would recommend them both. I think they're both, they're some of the only Disney sequels that are really worth watching. Um, Cinderella 3 was a lot of fun. Um, but But these are also like an actual continuation of the story instead of more of a what if scenario. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're just, they're, they're fun. Like they're not amazing and they certainly don't hold a candle to the original Aladdin, but they're, they're really fun continuations of that plot. If you enjoy the characters and you enjoy the, the weird, vague middle Eastern world that they've set up. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy them a lot despite their obvious shortcomings um and nostalgia is definitely shading my opinion here but that's I'm fine just, wow. i'm just really generous with scores yeah <laughs> so you're 3.5 then on 3.5 return, return of jafar and, and three for king of thieves oh i said two five right oh you did so <gasps> it's actually slightly different 3.5 for return of jafar okay. for me and then three corner. and then three <laughs> Correction corner. I love you. And then three for King of Thieves. So my the And big, you didn't actually say if you'd recommend them. Um I, I think I said on Return of Jafar, I and I would definitely recommend King, King of Thieves. Yeah. But yeah. But interesting, yeah. So we were all pretty close on King of Thieves, but mm-hmm. I was way low on The animation seemed to vary about much. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. It just it literally physically bothered me. I guess no, I'm that's just a pretty too big old. That's a know. pretty big hurdle yeah. to get over. Like yeah. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so. like there was definitely a difference in animation between the two. Um, and if it's literally hurting you to watch, like I get how that would uh, move your score down significantly. Yeah. yeah, but again, like I'm pretty sure I must have watched that a lot because I knew some of those songs. So yeah, I don't I, understand yeah. how the the advertising definitely. I remember like emphasizing they had new songwriters on for King of Thieves and that it was going to be better. I like the King of Thieves songs, but honestly, I think I prefer besides Genie songs the three main songs that are on uh, Return of Jafar, like yeah. the. They're fun. No, um, I mean, it was enjoyable to watch. It definitely wasn't something we had to slog through. That's no, good. yeah. Just watch the movies. But especially also, if you like Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Brought, yeah. Back, brought back so many fun memories. Oh, yeah, I watched I these knew, so much. I knew how much you loved it, and I love, you know, just made me think of when you were little and watching with you. But, yeah, very, very fun movies. Well, next week we are going to start our uh, holiday episodes Ooh, with a movie that was actually, re- I bumped, um... Sorry for everyone who really loves Frosty the Snowman, but that's been bumped until whenever, sometime, some other Christmas season, I'm sure, holiday season. Um, but I've replaced it with a, a Netflix movie that I don't think is out yet. I think it comes out in, um, we're recording this in like early November, even though you're not going to hear it this now. But um, I think that comes out like the 12th or something like that. Um, but anyways, it's called Kloss. It looks interesting. It involves Santa Claus. Um, yeah. I know that I'm not like being coy about what we're watching, but that's what we're watching next week. I don't know <laughs> what it'll be like, and we'll see. Okay. Um, until next time. Until next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info.
The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.